Hello, and welcome to the Art of Management podcast, where we will help you, the practice owner, reach the full potential of your practice. I'm Janice Wheeler, the president of AMI. Thank you so much for checking our podcast, and I hope you find this episode super useful. Hello there. I have a question for you. Don't love your practice the way it is right now? Wish things were different? Don't know how to get there? I've got some ideas for you, and I call this rebooting your practice. So let's define that first. The definition of reboot, which is a verb, by the way, in the dictionary, it says restart or revive or give fresh impetus to. Hmm. So do you ever wish life had a reboot button like a computer where you can shut it down and restart it if something goes wrong? That would be cool. This could be any area of your life, from personal interest to family matters, your business or practice, your volunteer work, your community, politics, and so on. How about rebooting the COVID, like, out of our life? (laughs) Anyways, um, it is coming to that now, so you could find yourself wishing to reboot in any or all of these. However, rebooting your life does not necessarily mean getting a divorce or quitting a relationship, nor does it mean moving to a different city, nor quitting all your friendships and starting over, though many people have done these extreme reboots. Rebooting your practice similarly does not mean closing the door on your practice or selling it or moving to a new town just to get a change. However, this has been done. Many practitioners have taken that option. But this thought may have crossed your mind from time to time, and like I said, some have actually gone ahead and done just that. But instead of a complete restart reboot, maybe you're just looking for a revive or give fresh impetus type of reboot. You know, like the definition at the beginning. So it says restart or revive, give fresh impetus to. So let's talk about finding fresh purpose or impetus. I like the word purpose for this point. So here's one idea. Take a mini retreat. This could be a weekend away with your partner so you are out of your normal hectic life, which can give you the time and space to take a fresh look at the area of your life that you want to revive or gain a fresh impetus for. What purpose do you have for this particular area of your life? Make some notes. Hopefully you took your notebook, computer, or tablet with you and any material you may need to analyze in order to make decisions. This could be at a cottage, though not with a lot of others around, of course, or a hotel or a bed and breakfast. I actually did this with my husband one time, actually more than one time. We um, booked a trip three hours driving away, and it was in a bed and breakfast in a really neat little town. It has a little live theater, and um, it was at the Thousand Islands area of Ontario. So we took a boat cruise through the Thousand Islands and it was wonderful, but we did work during that and just took breaks and had lunch and dinner and did these other things. So that's kind of fun because it kind of gets you out of your environment into a fresh space where you can think about it and look at it from sort of the area that you want to confront. You can look at it kind of from an exterior point of view rather than being in it. So, um, and this way you're, you know, you're not stuck in the trees. Let's put it that way. (laughs) You're outside the forest, so to speak. Now you want to ask yourself, what do you really want to accomplish with your practice? What do you envision when you started? What did you envision when you started the practice? Let's put it that way. What wish list items do you have for it? 
Maybe you have a bucket list for your practice, I don't know. And so you want to write all those down. What's not perfect that, if changed, would make you look forward to going to work every day and being extremely proud of your practice? What is stopping you from achieving that? What ideas do you have for that? When would you like to start changing it? These are questions that you want to consider. Now, the next step would be to make firm decisions and write them down. Don't leave the area unresolved. Don't just open up the door and let all these thoughts in and not categorize them and work out solutions. Positive action of any kind is much more empowering than doing nothing at all about it. Go back home with a plan of action or a strategy. And I'm going to give you some examples of rebooting your practice, like different areas that you could consider. Like you might want to consider where your marketing is going and the kind of patients that you want to treat nowadays. Are you putting out the right marketing to find those particular people? You know, what are your hours of your practice? This comes up all the time. I've had doctors say, I work five days a week and I want to work two because I want to be at home with my little kids until they're in school. Okay, great. No problem. There's a solution for that. It's called building the practice and getting associates. And then you go down to two days a week. I'm thinking of a particular doctor we did this with. And, um, you know, perhaps you're an early bird and should start at 6 or 7 a.m. and go home at 3 p.m. to be with your kids. Lots of people do that. Or maybe you're not an early morning person and you should start your hours at, you know, 2 o'clock. Just kidding. But maybe 12 o'clock and go till 8 o'clock and see your kids in the morning and get them ready for school and so on. And then have some time to do workouts or whatever you need to do for you. But at least for a few days of the week, you could have those special hours. Some people work four longish days, like four eight-hour days, and that gives them 32 hours of production. Um, and then they have a three-day weekend every weekend. And a lot do that nowadays. So, you know, patients or clients, the thing you have to know and really realize, patients or clients will come when you're available. If you are good and they love you and you only have this time available, they will come during that time. It's amazing how many clients of our 1,000, almost 2,000 clients now, 1,800 and some odd. So pretty close to 2,000 have discovered that their hours are set for when, you know, they're the, at their best. Like if you're not a morning person, you're not at your best, don't try and treat people during that time. You know, if you get tired at the end of the day, don't set evening hours and try and work then. But patients will get less than ideal service because you're just tired and you just want to get home. And you don't feel like presenting to that person what they really should be doing or handling their objections or reasons why they can't go ahead with something. You just roll over and die on, okay, fine, whatever, you know, when you're tired. So um, you might um, want to consider uh, the goals such as, um, well, I'm sure your initial goal was to get your practice solvent, like making more cash than having bills so that you took home something at the end of the day. And if you already got that done, uh, you might need to rethink your goals about what is your next level for your practice. Do you want to be the biggest and best in your area? Uh, how about, do you want to own more than one location? Do you want to have a boutique practice? I know a, a dentist actually who said that to me. I have a boutique practice. She only has three ops, which is definitely boutique nowadays. And um, 
she just doesn't want to treat a lot of people. So she has a small patient base and uh, they love her. And when it comes time to sell it, she will lose probably half a million dollars that she could have made profit-wise if she had had a bigger location and a bigger practice that was busier with some associates. Not her being more hours, but you know, having a place that grew. So these are like part of your considerations when you're thinking about that, um, whatever profession you are. Um, here's some more questions about that goals part. You know, do you want to um, own more than one location? And do you want to have associates? This is another one. Some people do. They want to cut their hours back, so they want associates. Um, patient base. So do you want to change up the type of patients you're treating? Marketing styles and methods directly influence what kinds of patients are attracted to your practice. It's the messages that you write in them. And you may have had a goal to treat certain kinds of patients that you enjoy treating. If so, you need to change up your marketing strategy to find those people. All right. So what about um, analyzing the staff situations that you've got? So what about your staff? Assess what needs to be done in this aspect of the practice. There are different types of staff, you know. You have the performers who know what to do and are really pushing in the right direction with you. There are highly effective doers that just need guidance and training to be a future performer. There are partial doers who are not making much of a difference to the overall production of the team. There is the troublesome staff member who alternates between helping and slowing things down. His or her influence may work, uh, makes work harder and less predictable for others. <laughs> They're not sure when they need to jump in and fix things or take over. And then there is the stopper, put that in quotes. It's a term. There is the stopper who is actively trying to harm your operation or practice but is often trying to hide his or her deeds by the use of a nice social mask. I'm just your best friend. I'm totally on your team. I'm all about you. They say all the right things, but really they're passive aggressive. They're actually pointing their finger at others for blame. Like, oh, that wasn't my fault. I didn't do that. She started it or she told me to do it that way or whatever. So when you look at all of your staff from these points or these above criteria, you may be able to make some positive decisions about your team and what adjustments you need to make. So there you go. There's some thoughts for you. And they are just sample ideas to jump you off in the right direction. So take that trip, go away, shut yourself in a room for three days, <laughs> whatever you need to do, and figure out what you need to do to make your life more wonderful, really. Whether you need to do a complete restart or just revive, or just give fresh purpose to the whole place. All right? So there you have it. That was today's podcast. If you liked it, please share it, and give me a like. And if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, please do so. And stay tuned for the next one, which is probably in a week. Thank you very much. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.
www.ghostbusters.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.